Whoa, this podcast is coming out on Friday the 13th. Uh, if you're not superstitious, it doesn't bother you at all. And I'm not. No, I'm not. Honest, I'm not. Hey, knowledge is power, don't you think? The more you know, the easier things go. The more you know, the simpler life seems to be if you have the knowledge. And knowledge comes from a lot of different places. You know, it comes from experience. It comes from books. It comes from YouTube. It comes from podcasts like this because you gain knowledge and then you can turn around and apply that knowledge. You know, if landscaping is not your regular nine to five and you have a project this year, more than just a container of color, now is the time to start thinking about it. It really is. In January, yes, it is. Looking forward will leave you ready and able to take on your landscape project and make it as smooth and enjoyable as possible. Because let's face it, it can go rough. Or you can just wing it and hope you get things right. Well, that's not what we're here for. So let's do this thing, shall we? Hey, I really appreciate you sticking with me this long. Taking a quick break here as a notification uh, to let you know that Yard Coach has gone to a YouTube membership at various levels. Great benefits to new members besides just the education you get here on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. And at some levels, you even got access to consultations and live chats with me. Hey, check it out if you get a chance and help support all the quality content we produce here at Yard Coach every single week. You know, I don't know about you, but I've always looked at January as kind of a combination month. It's one of those months where you got things in the rear view mirror and you got things out the windshield. You know, we've said goodbye to 2022, the holidays, holiday decorations and the holiday social scene and shopping and all that madness. Now out the windshield, some of us are looking forward to 23 and all that this year holds for some of you doing or redoing a landscape project is on your radar. So what have you done towards the project so far? Hmm? What have you done? Maestro and I are going to be visiting uh, some nurseries here in the state of Georgia this week. At the nurseries, they are still kind of in winter mode, except for those in the warmer climes. And the ones we're going to visit are in the Atlanta, Georgia area. They are starting to stock up. That is right after year-end inventory time, which should probably be right about now. So hopefully by this weekend, they'll have some new stock in and it'll be great to see the nurseries full again. For you guys in the North, well, several more weeks are in store before any significant inventory starts to arrive. Generally, nothing starts to arrive till after inventory and certainly, certainly snows and temperatures go away and start to rise. But for those of you with a project in mind, now is the mental launch point for a successful landscape project. Here's what I suggest, and you might want to take notes or just listen to it more than once. Here's what I suggest for the next few weeks to have in your to-do list so that when that time arrives, you're ready to go. Here's something, if you can determine the following, you'll be light years ahead of 95% of the rest of the DIYers out there. Number one, are you doing this yourselves? All of it? Part of it? And if so, which part? That needs to get nailed down and determined really, really early on. Number two, if you're not gonna do it all, what part are you considering hiring out? Because if you are, and you're decided that 
yeah, my budget's in order. I could hire this part of the project out and then, you know, family and friends, we can get the rest of it done. But you need to get a hold of the pros now, not a month from now, not when you're going to launch on March 1st and you're calling people on February 15th. Uh-uh, no, you do it now. You get it down, you get your estimates in, and if contractors call you back, man, I can remember that being one of the biggest hurdles I'd always hear from customers is, man, you actually called me back. Well, of course I called you back. I'm trying to be a responsible business person. Sometimes I wasn't their first call. I might have been their third, fourth, or fifth call. And then I called them back. Well, guess what? I got the work too. So pros need a lot of advance notice. Depending on where you're at, pros may be in limbo right now. They can't do a whole lot. So maybe they're doing other stuff but they can always get the estimates and they can start lining up their work. And if they're worth their salt, that work can be weeks, months, or more out. So you want to get on the schedule early on for that particular portion that you're gonna to wanna to hire out. Number three, have you seriously considered to what degree your project entails? And when I say that, I'm talking about the size of the project, size and scope, and the complexity. You know, are you doing a, freaking HGTV mega makeover with decks and heated patio spaces and outdoor kit. I mean, are you going the full nine or are you just redoing the front lawn and putting in some new irrigation? So determine that. And out of that, we fly back to number two saying, are you doing it or is someone else doing it? Number four is, have you doodled yet? That's right. Have you doodled? And when I say that, I mean, have you sketched something out? Have you designed something out? Have you taken your significant other out for dinner and talked about it and you've had some communication and starting to form this landscape dough ball into something you can actually cook up and put in the oven, make it happen? Yeah, doodling, doodling gets it out of your head and down on a piece of paper and eventually, eventually you'll have a finished product that you can actually say, this is it. This is what we're doing right here. Number five, have you set aside funds or has funding figured itself out? It's an expensive project and you're going to find out when you start doing a materials list and stuff just how expensive landscaping can be. Number six, of course, yeah, of course you have all the necessary tools, right? You go out in your garage there and you see a, a flex rake that you rake the fall leaves with and maybe a shovel? Or do you have a an array of implements, at least manual tools, that you can at least start demolition with. So let's do this. Hypothetically, let's say you're gonna redo the whole front yard. You're tired of it, tired of looking at it, it depresses you when you see it, and you want a whole new look. Okay, what look? What is involved? What has to come out of that existing yard what stays? And what changes will need to be made to the existing things to make the new look work? And when I say existing things, I mean, how is irrigation going to change if you have it? How is drainage going to change if you have it? The new walkways take on a different shape, different origin and termination point. Are they going around to the side yard this time or are they just going to your driveway? different colors maybe, how wide, etc. 
Maybe we need to prune some of those trees that are out there, or we need to remove one or two in order to make the new look happen. Here's something that a lot of people do not consider, and that is one of the easiest way to brighten up a brand new front yard landscape is with new house colors. Is your house color in vogue right now? Does it really appeal to not only your neighborhood, but to you as well? You know, it's pretty easy to put on a, uh, put on a real good lipstick on the front of the house and the back of the house, you'll get to it when you get to it. But at least the front of the house now has a bright new clean painted look, maybe with different colored trim, maybe with a new front door color or front door. And it's amazing how much of a facelift just that alone will be. Here's something else, depending again on the scope of your project, but do your plans. Do you have something in there that's going to require a permit from your local city or county in any kind? Something to think about. And when I say things like that, if you're redoing electrical coming in from the street or you're redoing gas or anything else, most landscaping will not require it unless you're building structures or attaching structures to your existing dwelling. Most landscape flat work like cement work, plants, boulders, irrigating that stuff you don't need. Here's something to consider about. When you've done your doodling and you've come up with something that you know you're going to be looking into, seriously, in all that doodling, what new plants are going to be needed? And consider when to order them, what sizes, and when are they going to be available? Talk about that more in just a few minutes. Here's something else. And this takes it from the, the dreamer to the executioner. And I don't mean that in a killing way. When are you going to break ground? Can you look at the calendar and point to that particular day after you got some of this other stuff out of the way? You've got all the knowledge in your head that you know you can do this yourself. What day are you going to do it? And what kind of schedule are you going to have to arrange so that everything kind of flows together? Are you going to be a, a weekends only type of project manager and laborer and gopher? Or are you going to be taking some vacation time off? And when you break ground, will it align with any professional that you're going to be involving in the project? Very, very important. If you don't feel confident about pouring and finishing new concrete, and you're going to bring somebody in, what is their schedule? How far out are they? When can you get them into contract and give them a deposit? And how many estimates are you going to get? Here's something else. <laughs> a little self-serving, yes, I admit it. But, you know, it is a business here. Do you, do you have that 15-step free guide from Yard Coach? Right there on the website, youryardcoach.com. And if you need just a little bit of education, by gosh, a great ebook and digital course is always available to you. How about this? When will materials other than plants need to be on site? For instance, bulk materials, a dumpster, rental equipment that you might need, trailers, whatever it might be. When do they need to be on and when do you need to call to get them there? You know, just going over a little bit of this, you can kind of see these considerations for the average weekend warrior might be a little overwhelming. I hope you agree with me on that. You might, you might just plain flat come out and say, F this whole thing, I'm hiring it out. And then you get some estimates 
and are maybe a little shell-shocked and you just kind of pick yourself up off the living room floor going, how can it be so expensive? It's just plants. Actually, no, it's not. That's why I'm trying to take people from dreamers to people who can actually do it and do it confidently. But if you approach all of this mental game by taking a bite a little bit at a time, having a punch list of tasks to have implemented or done leading up to launch day, it does a volume of reduction when it comes to the stress level. It reduces the chances of mistakes, which generally cost extra money that you may or may not have. Having schedules match up between yourself, family and friends, any professional that you might be bringing in, and overall makes for a great landscape project journey that you'll be very proud to point out and say, yeah, I did that. Believe me, in the day, I have been called to the scene of DIYers who have winged it. And I mean that literally, they just got a wild hair up their butts on a Saturday morning and they winged it. And by Sunday afternoon, when they had to go back to work, they looked back on the destruction that they started and they basically said, oh my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? They were so close to getting it right too. They just didn't think it out. Some of them I finished the job. Mm, yeah, much to the chagrin of their checkbook. And probably a few other changes went into some of those tasks because they hadn't considered some things. And yet others I just consulted with. And I got them back on the right track and they were able to take, you know, a frustrating moment and going, aha, okay, now I get it. All right, thank you. And then I just took a consulting fee. You know, really, if, if you can't extrapolate from any of this just yet. Advanced planning and a little bit of vision is a key component to landscape success. It really is. I have said this before and I will scream it from the rafters if I have to. Think it out. Do the mental side first before the physical side even starts. For some of you, February kind of ushers in spring. You guys down in the south like where we're going to be, Spring is just seriously just right around the corner. It's only a few weeks away. And with that, you get the chance to get the project off the ground early and done before that summer heat and humidity and all the other turmoil that comes along with that south. And when I say south, I mean southeast in our United States. For some, the months of March, April, or May will see weather changes and the abilities to break ground and move forward and still have it in the ground relatively soon before the summer heat sets in. But you know something? I've put landscapes in 12 months out of the year where I was at. And there were times when, hey, it was 25 degrees out and I had frost all over the ground and a little frozen dirt here and there. But I never saw anything like what you have to contend with way up north, like in Minnesota and Michigan, Maine, places like that. You know, you, you guys deal with ground freezes and thaws and that kind of stuff. And so your landscape window is really only a matter of a few months. Hey, something else I'd like you to keep in mind. We talked about this earlier and I said I would bring it up. Keep in mind the availability of materials for your project. Spring is king when the landscape industry kicks into high gear. It really is. Despite the fact that I love working more in landscapes in the fall, it's still, for the most part, 
spring is king. That's when people come out of the winter doldrums. They want something new. And by God, spring and early summer is the time when landscapers are just running huckley buck. They really are. And as a result, oftentimes the materials within the industry get dwindled down in a hurry and are severely impacted. And sometimes restock, that's not happening right away because they're done for weeks, especially when it comes to plant material. So here's what I might suggest. If you know that you're gonna pull out a, a March 15th launch date or an April 20th launch date, by God, a month ahead of time, seriously, a month or even six weeks ahead of time, you have all the materials ordered ahead of time. A lot of it, if you can, on site. Say for instance, drainage lines and irrigation pieces, parts and pieces. Even plant material should be there ahead of time for a little acclimatization and let them get used to their new area that they're gonna be in. Make sure you water it and take care of it, just like a new baby in the house, okay? Don't just put them there and go, okay, I'll get to you in a few weeks. No, you gotta, gotta take care of them. A Little bit of food might be in order, watering as needed, checking every day, then, right before launch date is when your your other materials should arrive bulk materials if you need it and the other things like i mentioned dumpsters or trailers or whatever else you might need to get that thing going then there's the people if you're doing it yourself can you call in some uh call in some chits and be able to have people come over and give you a hand at least for the demolition part get you off on the right track or is it just you and the missus or mister or like several cases in my life just me you have to determine that and you have to uh, nail people's foot on the floor a little bit in order to get them to commit so, let's face it for some it's just back-breaking senseless work and to spend one of your two days off or something helping joe in his backyard yeah might not be for them but Hey, Bill is glad to help because Bill is a lifelong friend and he'll be there to help you. Just make sure Bill is available. That April 20th launch date. <sighs> How should I say this? April 1st is not the day to start calling pros and starting to get materials in. You want to have that stuff all locked up, locked down in the month of March or sooner when it comes to contracting out to professionals. February, this month, whatever it is get on their books so you're ready to go. But remember, once you commit to a pro and you've given them a deposit and there's a contract in place that says a start date and a stop date, now he's ready to go unless there's some kind of a weird event, weather event or something that prevents him doing the job. But you are also on the hook. You gotta get some things out of the way and done and you have to be ready. Your site has to be ready for whatever this pro is gonna come in and do. Remember this, and I've said it in several other podcasts and videos on the YouTube channel. When you go buy your materials, don't get crazy. Stay within the budget that you've set for yourself. If it's materials other than plants, like I said, get them now. You can set that stuff on the side of the house or in the garage or whatever. Soon as you know that you're going to do this for certain, contact the local nursery. Give them a plant list. Ask for their honest evaluation as far as when can you have this here and how much is it gonna cost me? Make sure it's within your budget. Stock inventories, as far as spring plants, 
can be really, really good in the beginning of late winter, early spring. Well, by the time mid-spring hits, chances are they've gone through their first, their first loads of the best stuff. Now they're into their midline stuff. And if they're into their midline stuff, the stuff that ain't quite ready isn't going to be ready until May or June. So you want to be ahead of that curve, get your best plant material for the best dollar you can, and have it there and ready to go. As you can see, just based on some of that list, this is not something that you just get into with kind of a, ah, I think this Saturday I'm going to redo the backyard. You know, you really end up with a, uh, a slap in the face once you really immerse yourself into it. So take it seriously. You wouldn't put on a new bedroom of your house without thinking it out. You wouldn't build a new kitchen without thinking it out. So consider this just another part of the construction industry. And if you're going to do it yourself, which I know you're capable of doing, just maybe follow some of the advice I left you here. That's what I got for you this week, guys. I hope it helps a little bit. I really do. And I'm only an email away if you have some major league questions. Hey, check out the YouTube channel this week, and don't forget Plan of the Week. Any support you can give us, hey, buy Coach a cup of coffee. It's right there on the YouTube channel. I'll catch you guys next week. As always, to your landscape success. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.